Welcome to the Kinjas Podcast. Here we will discuss dance, life, and whatever the f*** we want. Welcome back to another episode of the Kinjas Podcast, Movement in the Shadows. Today we have Mike Song back in the pod. Uh, today we do something a little new, a little fun. We're doing a recap of our amazing 2019 year. It's been a crazy year, and as uh, you will hear, as Mike and I kind of recap from January to all the way where we're at now, there's been a whole lot of stuff that's happened in the Kinja's universe. This is something that's been kind of cool for us to even reflect on. A lot of times we get questions about the creative process of the projects that we work on, and we never really get a space to talk about those things and and let you guys know on um, the ins and outs of uh, the projects that we work on. So this episode is really cool because we're just kind of unpacking the things that we've been doing, and I think this is kind of a cool little behind-the-scenes sort of look on from the creative processes to the hurdles to the learning experiences to all the fun little things that we get to uh, or that go into the things that we do. It's a really fun episode, this one. I think memory lane is always kind of fun to uh, kind of walk down. And um, yeah, Mike and I have a lot of laughs in this one. Um, I think this is a good, good little recap and behind-the-scenes look. I think you guys are going to enjoy it, so let's just hop right in. Welcome back to another episode of the Kinja's Podcast, Movement in the Shadows. I'm your host, Ben, and we got special co-host today. Got Mike Song in the house. Hey, oh snap! I'm a co-host. You co? Oh, I mean, you're here. <laughs> oh dang! We're All hosting right. together, <laughs> aka co-host. Folks, hey. today we are doing a very special episode. We've never done this before. We're only a year old, and last year we never did a, a recap of 2018. But 2019 has been a freaking crazy year. So we figured we kind of wanted to just go back in a time capsule 12 months back and see what the freak we've been up to, and we've been up to a lot, right? I think we have. Yeah, it's been a crazy year. It's been the craziest of years, and we say that every single year, but this is yet again a crazy year. I think it's a good thing. We want to say that every year it gets crazier with with each one, so (laughs) I guess we're we're doing well. Um, But yeah, first of all, thank you guys for listening for a whole dang year. Appreciate you guys, and appreciate all the, the feedback and all the things that you guys have been leaving us to help us grow this thing and all of that. But let's just jump into it, man. Like, shoot. we So we were prepping a little bit, like thinking, you know, from like January to now and how we started off the year. And so last year, New Year's Eve, we were in Shanghai and wow. we performed with Luhan. Shout out Luhan. Dude is freaking dope killing it. The Justin Bieber of China. Yeah. And that performance was crazy. It was this giant stadium. Um, and I'm sure it was televised to the billions of people in China. A lot of <laughs> eyeballs on there. Um, that was a dope performance. Shout out uh, Ving and Ant. They they uh, led the choreography on there. And I think just the experience of closing out a year. And I don't think we even realized the, the gravity and the magnitude of like a show like that. But um, just... Yeah, being able to kill a stage like that. We saw Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan performed at that freaking event. <laughs> that was the second time we saw Jackie Chan. I feel like every time we see Jackie Chan, he's like a he's like a unicorn, dude. Like, gotta always always cherish those moments. I think I caught him on my camera this time. Um, but yeah, like it was a major major performance. Um, the whole experience. Oh, we rehearsed that whole thing in Beijing um, at the Beijing Dojo that had opened up. Uh, last year mm-hmm. and um, Luhan came through and 
um, yeah, it was such a fun experience all the way through. And then uh, seeing the performance, like how grand it looked on camera was insane. Just all the lights of all the fans in the arena. It was insane, man. That was January. I mean, that was like December and end of December. It, it was literally into, January 1st. Yeah, yeah. Jan like, December 31st into January 1st. All the guys who did that show. Who was the cast for that again? It was Mike Fowl, Charlie, me, Ving, Ant. Did Tony do that one too? Tony. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that that cast all uh, dedicated themselves. All of you guys dedicated yourself to spend New Year's with each other. You know, yes. what I mean, in China. Yes. And <laughs> prior to the year before that, we spent New Year's together in New York. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's right. Times Square. Yeah, Kinjas always steals us from Dang. families. What are we doing this New Year's Eve? <laughs> uh, we'll get to that at the end. Oh of yeah, this we, we're fast forwarding. We're jumping way too ahead. Well, shoot. All right, can I? That, can was, I, that uh, was kind of a January little, but then there was also other other things that we started to work on project wise. January, I'm gonna I'm gonna rewind slow mo for rewind a second. Wind it up, dude. Um, I feel like if Luhan was the was kind of like the even though it was January first, it kind of felt like the period, the exclamation point to 2018, mm -hmm. and then I as we were going back and kind of reviewing this year. Um, Literally, we were going back on our iPhones because <laughs> so much happens in one year that like you have to remind yourself. And we went back to January and uh, I was reminded by this screenshot that I took of our YouTube channel, the Kinja's YouTube channel. And it was at uh, 760,000 subscribers, uh, something around there. Um, and that reminded me of... Uh, a big goal we had this year, like when we started 2019, uh, I remember talking with Ant and we were just talking about all the different like departments and Kinjas and we were saying how like straight up just creating art uh, is, is something we need to prioritize again in terms of like sometimes we get caught up with the clothing line mm -hmm. and just going out and teaching individually, but like coming together as a collective to create work, to share specifically uh on video so that it can connect to the most people uh, was something that we feel like we should focus on again. So we set this goal uh, at the beginning of the year to hit a million subscribers this year. And we're like, F it. And we know that who knows who still watches YouTube at all anymore. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know it's a, it's a different era, but we're like, you know what? Let, let's set that goal. And so we looked at our channel and we, we set a goal that in January, we should create a couple videos that um, kind of fulfill all these different interests within a Venn diagram, right? And so that was when we brainstormed to create uh, Wow and Sunflower. Mm. And, and a lot of the mentality behind that was to kind of catapult our channel, but also give a lot of different offerings uh, of one piece of work, right? Stretch it in different ways. Whereas uh, we decided to do rehearsal videos for our content. And so for WOW, if you, if you check it out on our channels, uh, on the Kinja's Dojo channel, we have a full-on dance rehearsal that is just pure, unadulterated dance and choreography. And then the WOW on our Kinja's channel is this vibrancy, shebang, bam, boom, mm. like produced version, full costume, kinesthetic, vibrancy, kinesthetic, everything in the works is just... Um, all of our minds put together to create a produced version that isn't necessarily even 
fully focused on the dance. It really mm-hmm. is just an all-out production, and we really wanted to make sure that we could present like two parallel um, offerings for our our loyal dance <laughs> um, supporters and just lovers of dance, mm-hmm. but also for um, to show anyone what we're capable of in terms of premium work and content. And um, we did the same with Sunflower, mm-hmm. that rehearsal video, and uh, for the Kinja's YouTube version. And um, that was uh, how we kicked off January and uh, the mentality for the year of like, let's really just... Um, push hard and see if we can hit that that million subscribers mark by the end of this year yeah i think sunflower in my opinion is well we didn't even have a banquet this year so we didn't get to like vote on video of the year but that would have been not yet (laughs) well yeah not yet this year but um yeah definitely that was like video of the year for me when i first saw that and but i saw john she's um even bts thing of like all the the frames and the hand-drawn things i was Uh like yo this is freaking crazy and that video of didn't we get hit up by like TRL or MTV? They wanted to like feature that or oh, something yeah, like that's that. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then um, Post Malone's folks even caught wind of uh, uh, the wow and, and hit us up. Yeah, yeah. It, was. it works. <laughs> it works. That's freaking tight. Dang. So that was like okay, beginning. Of, that was January, February. Moving through, we're just gonna go through the months, man. Um, so like March. We did a freaking major campaign for McDonald's. That, that was huge. Was like 100% <laughs> us in every shape and form. Yeah, so February is basically the pre-production for that commercial. For anyone who didn't end up seeing that McDonald's spot, that was our first international and nationally shown um, commercial that we produced from top to bottom. And I think that was kind of like a big theme of this year. The, now that we're talking about it, I'm realizing yeah. furthermore uh, of helping uh, anyone understand um, that Kinja's is so much bigger than just dance. There's just a lot more, there's a lot of layers to it. And there's a lot of people working on this thing that are not dancers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think McDon- that McDonald's commercial was one of our first opportunities to be able to showcase that, even if the you know the general public doesn't know. Um, yeah, everything from top to bottom was uh, handled by us, from the filming to production, wardrobe, makeup, all that. So it was really cool because... Casting. <laughs> casting, yeah. Literally all that yeah. was, was done in-house. It was cool because we got to, in addition to... Uh, you know, flexing our, our vibrancy and Kinja's powers um, and even kinesthetic to an extent. Uh, you know, it was cool because we got to bring in people like uh, like Addie, yeah. my wife. She's a Shout producer. She was a producer on that commercial to Jen, Darren's fiance, <laughs> did makeup for that commercial. And it was crazy to just see like a full-fledged set. Um, and it was just like all departments we're Kinjas and McDonald's. And we had original score. We had Go Bango. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. How could I, how could I not mention yeah. that? We freaking that was our Go song, Bango. guys. Even the score was ours. Yes. Let's go. Yes. So that that was a, a, a big achievement for us this year, for sure. Because we have, obviously, we've done a lot of uh, international and whatever kind of commercials um, in previous years. But this was the one where literally we proved that we can do a major tv commercial all on our own yeah that was major i think that's something for i mean because we stepped away from that having kind of learned a whole bunch we're like yo 
we could do this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that wasn't that was literally the first time we had the opportunity to do the full scope. And I think from from that experience, that was something that helped us learn that like, yo, dude, we've leveled up our our abilities and like we could do this thing. Yeah, man. that was tight. That was dope to see everybody step up. Um, and then we had Arena Singapore. Arena Singapore is also in March. Oh yeah, that went right into that. Okay, yeah. flowing through the year. Arena Singapore, man, that that was crazy too because that was. Um, that was going right off of, uh, 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 okay, so we did, ri- oh, we, oh my god, That's where Riser Holy <laughs> entered crap. our world. Yeah, well, that was. Shout out Riser. So that's a yeah. reminder of going into Arena Singapore. That was when we um, inducted a new Kinja, because that was yeah. how Riser came about. Yeah. That whole sequencing of, um. Okay, let's rewind again. Yep. This is all over the place. <laughs> We're jumping over. But um, we inducted a new Kendra this year, Kevin Newen. We inducted two, but the first one this yeah. year, uh, Kevin Newen. Um, he was someone that we've been talking about for a long time, heavy hitter from San Diego, um, and just all around, like, coolest human being, yeah. so chill. Everyone that knows him, I feel like, says, like, this, I guess the same positive vibes from him. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was when, uh, we did riser, uh, by nighttime. Oh my gosh. That's another thing that happened this year. But, um, when we created a video for nighttime, that was actually our way of inducting Kevin. Are we okay with these sirens in the back? We get sirens all the time, dude. It's lit, baby. Oh, see, see, the (laughs) sirens are for announcing our new kid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> New Kinja alert. Um, but we we literally um, had two different versions of that piece. We have a rehearsal version, and then we have the Kinja's YouTube version. And the funny thing about that was that uh, we had a YouTube version where we staged. Anthony was staged at the center, and we had this whole different section at the end, right? <laughs> And we surprised Kevin. He didn't know this, but at the video shoot, literally we're staging it. Anthony's just like, oh, Kev, actually, can you actually? And we just completely had this thing ready without telling Kevin of like basically staging this induction of Kevin walking through this human portal created by me and Charlie. (laughs) And then he takes center for the last section of choreography in Riser. And that's like our big induction of him being the new Kinja and revealing that to the world. But at the video shoot, he was just like, wait, what? And Ant's like, yeah, you want to just take center right there? Like, um, and then can you like take off your mask right there? And Kevin's just like, <laughs> wait, what? Yeah. And so that ended up being um, our, our, that video was the uh, induction, the international induction of Kevin to the world. And that's, that was the precursor to Arena Singapore mm-hmm. because we performed Riser in that show. And um, yeah, it just made me realize like that was, uh, that was around the time when it occurred to me that like Kinja's announcements are like a thing. Hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, um, I am proud to say that like when we announced Kinja, I, it was cool to see so many people like resharing it, yeah. whether it's like international organizers that he's worked with. It really made me feel like when I see NBA trade announcements <laughs> or draft picks like for sports teams and you see it all over your feed. 
I felt that about Kevin joining yeah. Kinjas because yeah. I saw all these organizers congratulating him, taking our photo and reposting it, saying congrats to Kevin or, or the video and reposting it. And I was like, yo, this is like the dance world version yeah. of like Bleacher Report, House of Highlights, <laughs> like straight up. Like uh, it's become a thing. So that was a. Uh, like a really exciting thing at the beginning of this year, straight up. Anytime yeah. we can induct a new Kinja, that's that's monumental. Yeah. And uh, Arena Singapore, we call it Nightcap, which made me realize, yo, oh, yeah. Tony went ham with Nightcap this oh year, gosh. dude. Shout out Tony, man. If you guys don't know, this dude makes the illest custom fedoras. You need to make sure you go check it out. Yeah, and I, I appreciated it last year, but this year is when, like, just for, like... That was his, like, I'm doing it for solo, like, all you guys. And he was, like, very careful about how he was going to release it to the world. Um, But this year is when, um, just to take it back one more time to, like, (laughs) uh, our Post Malone Wow video, just in case you guys didn't know, all the black fedoras that we're wearing, we asked Tony if he could make those. And then he ordered the, the material for it. And it didn't come in time, so it came super late. So he cranked out every fedora that you see in that video in like two days. Do you guys understand how insane that is? He makes these hats with his own hands, literally old school style. And he he cranked them all out for the video shoot. Like literally he was still touching them up like on set, like finishing them, like straight out of the oven, literally. (laughs) Um, And so... um, yeah, when we did Nightcap for Back to Arena Singapore, there's all these references coming from Singapore, uh, we decided to call that show Nightcap because um, we all rocked those caps that uh, Tony made. And um, yeah, it was just a shout out to this one, the new journey that uh, that Tony's on. And two, straight up, he's outfitting Kinjas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> straight up. And he's killing the hat game, dude. He's getting like orders all the time, dude. Yeah, if you guys yeah. don't know, man, you can get on get on his IG, Nightcap. Go get a, get a dope... Dope fedora. Uh. Um, shoot, man, what was that? That was March. We got, and then, dude, like in May, we dropped the uh, Sakura Project. Oh, damn! Our first uh-huh. women's line mm-hmm. that entered the world. Shout out John Shi, man. John Shi's crazy. Oh, and it's you know what's funny? I feel like with every final product, there's like it's easy to like talk about the final product and then. The prep never gets mentioned, but like we could mm. bring it back, mm-hmm. right back to Arena Singapore, actually, mm. from Sakura. Sakura was filmed on our yes. Arena Singapore trip. So literally the only way, if you guys don't know, every member of Sakura is, um, almost all of them are from different countries, right? So literally you got Apple Yang from China. You got Aku and Reina from Japan. You got Bailey from the US. You got Logan logistics from the u.s and so to get all of them in one space is a rare happening but with the brilliance of john she john she knew that we would have all these amazing amazing artists um all in one space at arena singapore and so um yeah we were able to film uh, ask if they were down to be a part of our campaign and um create some some dope work together yeah. and uh we were fortunate enough for them to all make time in their busy schedules because literally at that camp, I kid you not, I'm sure you probably see them killing it in like groups in those class videos. And then whatever slivers of time they had, they fully choreographed um, and obviously 
uh, performed in that video um, and made that time in the, the slivers of uh, slots we had during that Arena Singapore time. So that was the prep that uh, was put into at least just the, the video content mm. for Sakura, mm -hmm. not to mention the line itself. Yeah, yeah. And John designed uh, the, the first women's crop tee from Kinesthetic. So shout out to everybody that has been rocking that. Yeah, it's been killing it, man. Um, and then that was kind of like during that whole time in Singapore, we've been rocking with Mighty Jacks and Clog 2. And there was a whole capsule collection that we were creating and finally dropped uh, a few months back. But the Kendrick toy, we have a freaking toy yeah. now. Um, and then along with that, we have a, they had a whole capsule that came with that, man. John's been freaking going to town, dude. John She, man. Yeah, this has been a huge year. I remember um, we were talking about Kendrick last year and even coming up with the name Kendrick was it's a whole nother thing in itself. And it was it was fun to just brainstorm on like, you know, going in the rabbit hole of like what Kendrick represents as yeah. a character. And, you know, shall we expand our, our universe one day into any sort of, uh, you know, series content whatsoever? Yeah. We want to make sure that um, this Kinja's universe that we have is 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 like uh is ever growing but it's also we want it to be so that uh like for example you have sensei and you have kendrick and we one day would love to see an intersection of these mm. characters right and so any character that we release we want to make sure that um it's cohesive with uh, our entire world because mm -hmm. at the end of the day we're a bunch of grown men wearing ninja masks on stage <laughs> doing dance moves but straight up like yeah we we like fantasizing about this yeah. stuff we keep the inner child alive that's what drives all this stuff so uh and motivates us to keep uh doing what we do because we get to be kids and so something like Kendrick was a, a fun project for all of us because, um, you know, with John doing the design and for us to be able to go down the rabbit hole and imagine what he represents as a character. Um, you know, if you order the, uh, the Kendrick toy, you'll see like our little write up about Kendrick. Like there's a lot of thought that goes into these these projects because it's it's fun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, and so, yeah, this year was the first year that we got to see a, a prototype, like a live copy prototype. Um, and then, obviously, the release, mm. which happened later this year. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. yeah, man. That was kind of like the midpoint of the year. And then we rolled into like the summer months of, uh, oh, shoot. I mean, we, we skipped over Arena China. <laughs> Freaking, that was like in May. Man Band. Oh, that was freaking epic, dude. Oh my gosh, that was epic. I mean, so I I personally watched it uh, from here. So it was like a debut of a music video because it's straight up, man. Kinja's unmasked in full on R and B form. Freaking Charlie had the sexiest moment oh of his dance my career. Gosh, oh, <laughs> it was great, my man. Gosh. It was freaking Holy great. Crap. Dang, where do we begin with Man Band and everything that is Arena China? Holy crap. Um. Okay, where do I begin? Um, how did that all start off? Okay, so, oh, there was actually a lot of like crazy collaboration ideas we had. We were going to collab with a couple of the other acts at Arena China that That's was right. like in the works, but it didn't end up happening. The timing wasn't right. So then, um, you know, 
as this always happens, uh, we're like a couple weeks out from Arena and realizing none of those collaborations are going to go down anymore. So we're like, oh, snap, we got a couple weeks. How are we going to make this work? And everyone's like in different countries and to like have rehearsals where everyone's there in the same space is like really hard to figure out. Um, but uh, as we were kind of brainstorming back and forth, uh, we were bouncing around ideas and then um, we had remembered that uh, Keone threw an idea of using Blackstreet, like I think it was a couple months ago, and just saying like, yo, we should use this song and I could see it on Kinja's. And we were like, uh, hell yeah, <laughs> dude. And that was kind of like a, a conversation we had a while back. And then I think, you know, life happened for everybody it was pocketed and then once we were entertaining ideas for arena china that's when it was like oh snap remember keone had brought up using black street what if we did that and so um it just so happened that um yeah like uh, i think it was me ving and, and keone were speaking at uci for an event actually mm -hmm. and that is when we got to uh that was one of the few times that we got to like be in the same space again <laughs> and be like, Oh snap. And we brought up, uh, we entertained that, um, that man band idea. And then once we kind of like s scratched at that a little bit more, then we were able to get, um, everybody in the space and really, uh, go ham on this idea and just commit to like, all right, well, what is that realistically going to look like? Um, and it was just so cool. Once you get like that many, um, just creative titans in a space it's really cool to just to honestly sit back and see everything like orchestrate and be like whoa yeah like everyone's uh you know everyone's freaking gangsta man uh just masters of their craft so um yeah that's something that so when i you know because i mean obviously when we create from scratch um you know, when we're in the space, we know how the things work, but, you know, people ask us, you know, often, like, how do you guys create, how do you guys come up with the shows? And I think just with what you said, everybody being such masters in their own right, um, you know, move from movement style to, you know, overall vision to staging to costuming to like everything, like every, everybody's so good at kind of manning their stations. And I think when I watch Man Band, it's so cool for me to even like, since I'm not on the stage, I'm kind of like, I feel like that's so-and-so section. Like, I feel like that's so-and-so section. Again, it's so dope to see the the highlights of everybody and their strengths and, like, sections coming together to solo moments where people are highlighted to the visual moments to the staging and all that. And I think, um, yeah, man, it's, it's cool. I mean, I'm, not to, like, toot our own horns or anything, but I feel like there's something to be... Um, freaking proud of man i think and but i think that's the, the reason why um it, i think i'm so proud of it is that man that, that just represents our team you know the that we come together to do everything together in in that way and then the final product is like straight up a culmination of everybody's work you know what i mean i think that's that was dope to see yeah, yeah. everyone everyone's just a great team player i think everyone just like really really just does their part and whatever role that is you know what i mean and so uh yeah going into i'll take it back to that that process going into man band because a lot of maybe there's some things that 
you guys don't know or anyone who watched that show doesn't know, but it's like, it's just funny variables when I think back on it now. <laughs> like when we uh, were in rehearsals for that show, I remember, um, uh, I can't remember whose idea it was to have platforms. Uh, but one of the guys had thought of platforms and um, I do remember Keone and Ving drawing up mock-ups of the stage. <laughs> so it might have been, uh, it's probably Keone and Ving. But um, either way, the funny part about that is we ordered these stages from um, China. And, uh, you know, obviously they had to be constructed in China. And we're going to get, like, surprised when we get to China, right? <laughs> and there's always these variables that happen <laughs> anytime we go to China. And... Um, when we got to the show, um, they were different dimensions than what we had were ready for. And so they ended up being like a lot smaller than what we were prepared for. So uh, if you see, for example, like the, the highest platform, uh, we had to change staging when we got there because we originally thought we could film uh, fit all the guys up there. That's not happening. Bam does this solo with a mic stand up there. <laughs> And it's hella scary. And we're like, sorry, bam. For some reason, it's always you that's got to do the riskiest <laughs> thing. And so that was new variables to get used to. Even our costumes, we also ordered that. Crossing our fingers that uh, it'll work out in China. It's crazy how these things work out, man. When we, The fact that we don't have everybody full time like in one space uh, for like more than a, you know, more than a couple days just leads to all these variables that are like it's crazy we somehow figured it out at the end but um you know when we got there even the costumes we ordered them we do our fitting and uh, the pants are super small and tight <laughs> they're like really tight and like guys are ripping it immediately immediately Dang. i remember like john hall put on his pants and they immediately ripped <laughs> <laughs> so like it's just funny uh you know thinking about these variables and we're contemplating like do we need to get different pants is that even possible in this amount of time but really it just turns out like nah everyone's just gonna have to make it work <laughs> straight up and so um these are all the uh the variables that um that are happening and happening while we're performing still we're literally everybody's a little bit cautious of their crotches that's amazing <laughs> as we're performing um but you know it, it all turned out well and we're like really happy about that show because you know that was the first time that we got to show uh fully show our faces the whole time and own it you know what i mean yeah uh and just like live out any of our our man band dreams that we've Hell ever yeah. had and you know it's ironic because you know all of us uh we choreograph for so many artists actually <laughs> like k-pop and some j-pop as well and, and chinese c-pop um and so i guess that was our chance to actually be like oh wait we we could be a band as well um yeah. and so i think it was it was cool to be able to to live out that fantasy and again uh like i guess there's this recurring current theme of us living out the childhood fantasies as as grown men whether oh, yeah. we're grown men in ninja mass or we're freaking grown ass man band on stage we're basically just living out childhood dreams and figuring out ways to do that oh, yeah. uh, as as we get older I'm so for it dude it's good freaking times yeah man. man and that puts us into the summertime we had arena la which we called community which in my opinion man i feel like that was uh that was like a milestone um, event 
not only just like the performance, uh, like our performance, but like everything that happened at Arena from freaking Logan getting inducted into Red Bull to just like the people that came out um, to that show. And then our community set where we're, we're able to pull from a lot of just like the homies and, and people that we feel like have been kind of putting it down in our community for for decade plus you know what i mean and like that coming together and speaking of like not having everybody in the same room like we literally didn't have everybody in the same room to the oh, day man. of that, that was I crazy like every big show that we do i feel like somehow we're like all right next time we're gonna dedicate way more time like <laughs> we have to block out at least a couple weeks like we have to and then something happens and we're like left with even less time than the show before and this one i think was by far the most we had cut it close on any show um and so <laughs> with like literally a couple days of rehearsal um and not even having a concept done like the week before that's crazy that's right dude <laughs> it was literally yeah. just um ideas were floating around but it was still a lot of schedule management and seeing what was possible but um, the way that show all came together is crazy, man. It was uh, just a bunch of texts and hopes and just us talking about, I think it started from us wanting to use uh, Nipsey Hustle because um, we, we had actually um, talked about using last time that I checked uh, before Nipsey had passed. Uh, but obviously after his passing, it just like kind of resurrected that idea. Yeah. Um, and then to have it be at Arena LA at home, we we're like, okay, this is just completely right. Um, and then that kind of spiraled into this thought of, um, I remember we were on a call. It was me and, uh, Ving and Pat. Yeah. And mm -hmm. then, um, uh, Ving and Pat were saying, um, like, you know, the the tone of last time that i checked um like it would be cool to uh like not make this so much about kinjas but make this about like our community because it, it's such a um there's such a a pride to that mm. song that we wanted to really uh not just have it be about us but to really uh, figure out how we can make this a community thing and that's kind of what spiraled into okay what if we brought some homies in mm. and then and this is like a week before the show mind you yeah. so like some of the guys we brought into the show the likelihood of them being available for it it was very low you know <laughs> what i mean but it was just from this conversation just entertaining like do you think they'd be down like okay and we're literally just like okay who would be some like you know great representatives uh, for our community, people that we look up to and are straight up homies that we've worked with before, mm. um, that we have that relationship with, uh, and who who would we want to see again, like the kid in us, the dance fan in us, like who do we want to see together on stage and rock with? And so, um, with the timing of everything, that was also, uh, I think Ving was teaching in Vegas. Uh, with KB like they were at a, a, a camp they're on a camp lineup together and so Ving was literally like I'm here with KB right now like I could reach out to Kev and then we started sending out our other messages also to Sean, Lau, Puspos, Lando and then you know I think 
Ben was like, I'm about to see Lando at his wedding. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It was literally just all coming together like so naturally. Um, and everyone was available and down, whether it was like flying in the day before, you know, LA, yeah. <laughs> and learning, literally learning a last chorus, the, like the day of arena. It just all happened like so freaking um, like in the nick of time. Yeah. Uh, not to mention Korean effects. That was a whole nother oh, variable yeah. where... We had entertained, um, we wanted to do uh, like a crowd cipher and then we're like, but how do we level up a cipher? Uh, how do we make that feel uh, a little bit more elevated than just like, you know, your your intermission dance show cipher, yeah. you know? And so then we went down the rabbit hole and then started thinking about um, Queen FX, Terry, who uh, I had been reconnecting with him again this year. And then it was like, yo, what if we bring in Terry and what if we just elevate this thing to like a whole nother level but we we treat it a little bit more more raw versus um uh perhaps the style that we had created with him before and just to yeah. try you know different approaches with him and uh yeah Terry came in and just like in two rehearsals like one rehearsal we just recorded came up with the set with him we recorded his voice on an iPhone <laughs> and we re we just rehearsed to his iPhone recording. Um, and all of this, like nobody was at a rehearsal altogether until like literally we're yeah. on stage uh, at Arena. Uh, so there was the Terry uh, variable. And then the other variable is uh, at the very last chorus of that performance, you have all the, the Kinjas who are not full-time dancing yeah. <laughs> that all joined us on stage. Getting all the Kinjas in one space is so freaking hard. <laughs> so literally getting everybody at a rehearsal, and it still wasn't everybody. Um, like, uh, I think it was that Thursday before Arena LA, which is on a Sunday, um, to learn the last chorus some guys had to learn it day of still and then um, figure out this finagling of Korean effects Terry in the show to our five, what is it, five, one, two, three, four, five guests to our, um, to our plethora of full, the full entire squad Kinjas all coming together in a week. And I'm talking like concept was not there, yeah. did not exist two weeks before <laughs> so wild dude want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor Meister Watches they are truly masters of their craft from quality materials and masterful timepieces to functional lifestyle accessories for the movers and shakers of the worlds they collide with Meister is doing it They've collaborated with some of the biggest brands in sports, music, comic book, car culture, and pop culture. We've actually had the pleasure of collaborating with them on a timepiece a few years back. I rock their ambassador watch. This one's my everyday watch. This one's my favorite. They are for our culture and for those that are on a constant mission to master their craft. Hop on to mstrwatches.com and pop in the discount code KINJASPOD to receive 25% off your entire purchase at checkout. And this discount is exclusive to the Kinjas podcast. You won't find this discount anywhere. Hop on to mstrwatches.com and rock with the illest. This show is officially brought to you by Kinesthetic. Hop on to store.kinjas.com and plug in the promo code podcast spelled with the K at checkout to get 15% off your entire purchase. 
We're always trying to bring you guys the illest gear for all your movement in the shadows needs. Follow us on Instagram at kin.aesthetic. Like us on Facebook at kinaestheticbrand. It's taking me back, man. <laughs> and then I think even we weren't even sure if certain people were going to, like, for instance, KB did, hadn't even responded, really. <laughs> and so we, I remember, like, we got to the venue that day. And we're like, yo, is Kevin coming? I'm like, I don't know. And then, like, I was walking to the venue, and then I just see a car pull up. He's like, yo, Ben. I was like, oh, shoot, you're here. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, we got a full cast now. And we're like, dude, here's where you come in and rock a freestyle. Like, man, I was so crazy. So crazy. And it all came yeah. together. This is funny because I'm like, as, as I'm listening to you talk, I'm just like, this is wild that like, because I, I don't even think we really sit here and think about these things like yeah. that until we go back and For be like, sure. this is how that thing was freaking built? Yeah, man. That's wild, man. Good time. And then like, and on top of all that, like the effect of that performance to, I think first and foremost, to the people that were a part of the performance. Like yeah. that was like a monumental thing yeah. because, you know, with a lot of these people that have been in the game for over a decade and then like, you know, everyone gets busy and goes off and just lives their life and pursues their career that we kind of lose touch. And this was the first time in maybe ever that like all the people, I mean, of course we were missing other people that we would have loved to join us on that stage, but obviously due to scheduling and life, we couldn't get everyone. But at least the people that were on that stage were like, yo, dude, this is like a freaking long time coming that we could share the stage together. And everybody has been so impactful for this community and is still, you know, still doing it to this day. So that was like a huge, huge proud moment. And I know that the energy from on stage translated to the to the crowd you know even hearing the people's response after the show they're like yo that was a crazy show and like man yeah that was probably for sure one of my dance career highlight moments oh that was so fun 100 percent. that was so fun man just uh on a super dance fan level it was fun because uh, our guests in that show that did freestyles uh which were (laughs) kb sean lando and puspos um, you know, we do, we did like three texts that day or was it three, two texts. And there was a, an, a tech another day, uh, I think on, on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. kind of weird how yeah. it worked because Saturday was arena kids and right. blah, blah, blah. Anyways, uh, with freestyles, that means we got to see three different freestyles from all of our guests <laughs> and it was just so fun. We're sitting here in slow motion on stage with them. <laughs> <laughs> and we're all just looking at each other, like almost forgetting, like we were about to jump into choreography because we're looking at each other like, you just killed it. And every time it would be different, obviously. And so like seeing how they would rock it, our homies just like, you know, it was just fun. It was yeah. like we're a session because we don't even get to session with our homies yeah. a lot anymore. So when we got to see that, it was fun. And I remember even the first time, I think it was after KB's first solo the first time we teched and us seeing him get down, all of us geek out. It was like bam section afterwards, and all of us were like, "Oh shoot!" And I was like, forgot to yeah. do bam section. Yeah, because we were so like just taken out of our geek zone. out moments. Yeah. Speaking of arena kids, we did arena kids yeah. for the first time yeah, this year. That that same weekend. Yeah, man. Freak. That- hey, shout out to Devera, man. Without two, I don't know what the <laughs> freak we'd be doing. <laughs> yeah, if you guys if you guys don't know what's up with two, I mean, 
go listen to her podcast yep. episode and go go follow her on yeah, Instagram. Right now. She is super producer, super mom, super everything. Yep. Yeah, without two. Yeah. In two we trust. In straight, two we straight trust. The freak up. Yes. But yeah, yeah, Arena Kids, we did that for the first time in LA. We did a first time Kin Jam was in China. Uh-huh. Took that out there. Uh-huh. Dang, event-wise, we were going ham this yeah. year, dude. Oh, yeah. Straight up, uh, a first for Arena Kids, a first Kin Jam China. So after Arena China, we also got to do that there. And I think that it's this year, uh, it was cool to... I guess every year is like you want to kind of level up every project that we're working on. And so um, Kin Jam China was our extension from last year because last year was the first Kin Jam, which is our one-on-one all-styles battle, freestyle battle. And um, we had to do it in China and it was really cool to see. Sorry, I'm like rewinding a little bit, but... It's all uh, good, man. We're we all over the place. Get a, a taste of, um, you know... Not just China, but a lot of like international heavy hitters from around um, Asia came out as well. So just to see that community come out on a freestyle level was super cool. And then going right back to Arena Kids, that's something that we've been talking about forever. Um, and for us to finally be in a position where we feel like we could um, execute a version one, because um, I think... In previous years, we're always like the category of kids is something that we have to um, tread carefully because that's we're dealing with the future here, and there's so many moving projects that uh, that's not something that we can just you don't want to breeze by that. So I think uh, with the help of two, uh, we were able to um, to manage that this year, and man. That was, it's a treat to be able to like sit back also. I mean, we did perform at Arena Kids as well, but at least we got to just freestyle Ninja Turtle <laughs> outfits. Ninja Turtles, man. <laughs> Dang. Uh, but to be able to um, sit back and really uh, just observe the future is um, like in one way, uh, I keep talking about being kids and things that allow us to be kids. And I, I guess that is, another theme of life and this year with Kinjas, but um, that's just another uh, uh, chance for us to kind of rewind and simplify everything that we're working on and really just feel like, dang, this is what it's all about right here. Like this is that moment. I remember being that age and just the way that I view dance and the way that um, I was uh, inspired at these kind of showcases, like, this is a pivotal moment mm-hmm. in um, any of these, uh, anyone in that audience's lifetime. So mm. straight up, I think that was um, that was one of the biggest things we started this year, straight up. Yeah. Yeah, and then rolling right into uh, Arena Camp that week. That was dope. Um, and then we did our first ever uh, live pod at the Arena Camp, oh, yeah. which was fun. Yeah, that was dope, Yeah, man. we shout out Dietrich, Kita, Lyle that came through. Uh-huh. Um, that I mean, speaking of the pod, I mean, we that brings us to like right around August, which is where we started this, August 2018, and we've been like a year strong. Whoa. Yeah, so a year strong, and then we did our first live pod, which is actually one of the goals that we had. You know, like Jeremy and I were like talking about some goals for the pod, and we're like, yeah, we would be typed to do like a live one in front of like an audience, and then literally months later, Arena Camp you know presented itself, cool. and then we had the education blocks, and um, 
We even had people that came out strictly just for the live pod, which is really cool. Sick. There's We have a loyal listener. Um, I believe her name is Nicole. Shout out, Nicole. Um, she came out for the pod, and she also pushed her flight back because she wanted to make sure she was able to stay for the entire thing. And she came wow. up to me afterwards, and she was just like... I like I, I'm the one who messages you every week, and then you know so. Wow. And she's like, I actually have a flight that I pushed back so that I could make it. I was like, wow. So shout out Nicole, yeah, man. Yeah, that was really cool. That's so that was really cool. Um, but yeah, that live pod was dope, and celebrating the one year. I mean, here we are going strong. Um, but dude, on top of that, so I feel like in terms of all the performance stuff that we've been talking about. So coming in hot was like a part of our rotation, mm-hmm. you know, shout out Ving, freaking mastermind Ving. Um, and then him putting out the video and then like Andy Minio's camp, Lecrae's camp reaching out to us mm-hmm. and then wanting us to shoot like the the official music video for that thing. And we did that. We did that in August. We shot that at um, the complex, yeah. <laughs> which is cool. It was super bare bones at the time and we're building it out now. But man, I think that was really cool. I think... That's something to me that's like, it's so dope that we we do things that, um, you know, obviously we're naturally into certain people's music and that we're vibing to. We create something to it, put it out in the world, and then it just kind of spins around out there and it catches wind for the people that actually create that music, that reach out back to us. I mean, that's happened like time in, with Troy Boy to Riser, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, so many times. And it's cool to be able to interact with the people that actually create those things. So that time that we were able to spend with uh, Lecrae and Andy, which was super short, it was like they came in that day um, and we all shot that whole sequence in one day. But like just hearing from, you know, their perspective of what they view Kinjas as and, you know, like Lecrae over here, like, yo, man, when can I get down? You know, like that, that kind of stuff, as much as that could be funny and as a joke, but the level of um, respect that they have for our artistry to, you know, even the, to the fact that like after the mu- music video was cut, they sent us like the footage, like, yo, here's like the dance yeah. stuff. Like you guys put up your own version yeah. of it. Cause we want that whole thing to be seen too. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, it's cool to see the level of respect that um, artists can have for one another and and just kicking with those guys on set was super fun like super down to earth dudes um obviously so talented and um yeah i mean you know i think even now i know ving and andy are, are pretty tight they they communicate a lot uh, back and forth but that that experience shooting the official music video for a piece that's been in like our ro- performance rotation for the whole year that was that was a super dope dope experience man shout out andy lecrae Killing it right now. Killing yeah. it. Shout out to the artists who who view Kinjas and and place us on that like that yeah. same level as a as a collaborative artist. I think that's that's one of like the missions we have with Kinjas and this whole thing is is to elevate the view of a dancer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think um, and what we're learning through this whole process as well is. You know, um, beyond the dancing, it's it's so much more. That's a that's a must. It's still the 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 bread and butter of this whole thing. But on top of dancing, being a dance artist doesn't mean just being a dancer. It, it means being a dancer, a a videographer to some degree, a a producer, a a stylist. You are a a director producer uh, of all your content. And when you 
develop that entire uh, skill set or just try and sharpen that. Like that is, I think, um, in my humble opinion, uh, just the one of the ways that artists can be um, on that same level of a singer or a music producer mm-hmm. as an artist and be like collaborating with them on these kinds of projects where uh, it's not just dance and choreography that we bring to the table. Like we are, we're thinking about all these other things and we're, we're doing these things on the daily, you know what I mean? So something like a um, uh, Andy Maneo coming in hot project to a, a Luhan even where mm-hmm. we get, it is featuring Kinjas and we get to bring um, everything that we have to the table beyond the dancing, but it is whether it's the wardrobe or the, mm-hmm. or the locations yeah. and, and really just understanding that, you know, um, there is a future for dance and dancers, obviously clearly. And it, and it means a lot more than just, just dance. Yeah. Like dance is the umbrella term for having this entire skill set you yeah. know what i mean yeah that, i mean there i mean now that you mentioned there are artists that we've been able to collaborate with over the, the even the course of this year i mean the sholo thing happened yeah. this year freaking mm-hmm. with john ha and like oh my vibrancy gosh. on a freaking battleship with like an <laughs> army of kinjas <laughs> dancing in the rain like, yeah. and we put that whole thing together top to bottom too pretty yeah. much mm-hmm. And and then and you guys also recently did the Jackson Wang video yeah. that dropped recently. So like it's dope when artists can be like, dude, more than just make the moves for me. Yeah. I, I need the 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 presence. I need the 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 feel, the mystique, and like make it a real sort of collaborative. So it's an experiential thing versus just cool dance moves that may have been choreographed by Kinjas. You know what I mean? Hey, shout out Chinese artists yeah. for for having the. Uh, the foresight to uh, seeing dancers in that way and, and seeing Kinjas in that way. Shout out, shout out Lou Han, Show Low, Jackson Wang, straight up, yep. like for, for viewing Kinjas in that way and for uh, putting us on straight up. Yeah. And then speaking of which, man, we just recently, um, oh man, we can't, man, there's so much that happened this year. So we got Kevin Wynn down <laughs> earlier and then we, we just uh, recently-ish, <laughs> Got um, our newest member, Lyle Beniga. Boom, boom, boom. Shout out Lyle. Speaking of reveals, man, that was kind of a... <laughs> and going back to Andy video again, yeah. dude, with with, uh, with uh, I Ain't Done. Dude, that video thing was... I mean, it, one, it was so fun. And I think it, it's another one of those things where when we get to reveal um, a newest our newest Kinja, it's always fun for the guys because... We're fans of all the guys that get down with us too. And then for us to be able to think of like, what's the best way we could drop this on the world? Like, that's always fun, man. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Lyle, man. Man. Um, all right. A little bit of backstory uh, on Lyle even. Um, well, obviously, like we go back with Lyle for for a long time now, over a, a decade uh, from just international traveling and whatnot. But um, to the ambush packs, to ambush packs, to now me and Anthony are actually neighbors with Lyle right now, in (laughs) case you didn't know, (laughs) we all live in the same area. But um, anywho, uh, Arena LA, if you guys noticed, um, for all of our guests, our community guests, everyone does a freestyle except for Lyle. And the reason for that is at that time, we were already considering and thinking about Lyle to be a member of the squad. And so that's specifically why we asked 
Lyle if he could choreograph a section because we wanted to just feel how it was um, to be in the same space in a rehearsal uh, and to to understand what that feels like. And so that was that was part of the uh, uh, our our premeditated decision mm. and planning in this process with Lyle and Lyle had Lyle knew too. We, we had a lot of talks with Lyle this year about that, but, um, that was kind of, uh, one of the precursors and the reasons why he, he specifically choreographed for that show. That was like our, our teaser of like, what do you think's going to happen mm. next? And so, um, yeah, that was, that was all exciting stuff, man. Like, uh, and now moving forward into even, Oh my gosh, this is crazy. Uh, so for those of you that don't know, um, all new members of Kinjas are inducted at our annual Kinjas Crusades or <laughs> retreats, brotherhood retreats. And um, you know, we had one for Kevin earlier this year. And then uh, we had one for Lyle. But the timing of Lyle's was crazy because Lyle's uh, wife was pregnant they just had a beautiful baby son congratulations again and again and again but um at that time uh his um uh he his lady Lindsay, was pregnant and um she was like full on pregnant like (laughs) the baby was like full on ready to come out the oven and he was at crusade and usually we're like phones off at crusade unless we're trying to share something um on social media but otherwise we're like phones away but we had to have lao's phone like on point (laughs) and like checking at all times because at any moment lao was ready to just bounce and like go see his baby being born (laughs) if if she went into labor so that was a crazy thing about that crusade and that whole time in general because that's when we also shot i ain't done the uh the lyle debut as a kinja video and for those of you that don't know there was actually an intro movie little short clip that we were gonna record for that and the reason why we didn't record that section is <laughs> the day we were going to shoot for that uh, is when um, Lindsay went into labor. So <laughs> that is yeah. literally like, okay, all right, peace, Lyle. Go handle life, man. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, these are all the, the fun little tidbits that um, that are happening behind the scenes. and yeah. Which is why we got to get on our freaking BTS game. For sure. I feel like this is kind of a, a BTS on our year yeah. right now. We're giving like the verbal BTS. But even speaking of Crusade, that's where the crew met Keone and Mari's baby oh Numa for the first time. Gosh, they brought Numa right. by and that was a huge blow up. Oh my I mean, God. as sacred as Crusades are, yeah, yeah no phones, yeah. no girls. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but, you know, there's exceptions when there's blow ups yeah. of like new family members that get to oh, drop by. Man. That was so sick. Yeah, that was dope. We so all we got, got kids just having babies yeah. now. That's oh my what's gosh. up, dude. Yeah. Crazy that, that time. Big year. Yeah. Two two Kinja's babies this year? Yeah. Yep. Hell of people got married and engaged uh-huh. too. Yeah. Like freaking yeah. Chad. And Chad. Gerald. Congrats, Gerald on getting married. Brian. Brian Shosh. married. Shosh married. Yeah. Man. Was Bueno this year too? I feel like he was. When right? this year. Yeah. Oh my god. Dang, dude. Life, Dang. life. 
Um, I feel like so now that we're like kind of closing it off, October, November was freaking gangster. We were just gone. We were in China oh and Paris and yeah. everything, man. From VW, League of Legends, eleven oh eleven. Gosh, it's, that's like a whole other episode. <laughs> yeah, <it's> so much. <laughs> yeah. So much is happening. What would you say? I mean, because I, I feel like you had. Um, you had a big hand in a lot of all that. How would you just kind of sum up without even maybe even the details of it yeah. all, but I would just kind of sum up like, your learning experience from all that. Um, well, holy crap. Summing up the learning <laughs> experience. Uh, can I save that one? Can I go to, I'll sum up. I'll do a different sum up. All first. right. All right. Uh, I'll just sum up like this season for Kinjas. Mm. Cause I feel like, I don't know why I'm, I am getting tired of summing up every experience. So for some reason that makes me feel like you guys are getting tired. Whoever is listening, <laughs> of just hearing the ins and outs of all these things in these random stories. So let me just summarize the season yeah. of like how we're ending off. Um, it, this is a season of like large scale projects and movement in the shadows. Uh, and by that, I mean um, behind the scenes, in just October and um, November alone, uh, and and September actually too, um, we've been working on projects for uh, Franco Dragon, which is um, uh, the director, previous director at Cirque du Soleil. Franco Dragon has his own theater company, and um, Anthony is actually working on that show. So he's been gone in China forever uh, for. <laughs> As a choreographer, um, Ving has been working with Cirque du Soleil, and he's been gone in Canada forever as a choreographer. I was gone for the past three, or, or I wasn't gone for three months, but I've been working on this project in Paris for uh, League of Legends. Um, and so some of these things are not necessarily Kinja's front-facing, but um, we've been uh, approached like these companies approached Kinjas to work on these large-scale projects. And so we've been kind of dividing and conquering and really, I guess, learning a lot of new lessons from these yeah. projects and bringing them back uh, to the home base. And um, it's a lot of inspiration straight up for, for where we want to take things next year. Um, but that's kind of been this season. And whether it's been other other gigs like you know your car shows in china to 11 11 which is a whole yeah, another thing wild. like in the same weekend um i don't know if you guys know this but in one weekend literally on the same day 11 11 is like the black friday of china and it's this huge thing it trumps just think 11 11 sales numbers or black friday sales numbers but with a chinese population so basically, just delete anything you think about Black Friday sales <laughs> times that by like Super Saiyan amounts. Fun little fun fact: <laughs> in one point ninety six, it was like a minute ninety six seconds or something like that. They said they made like one point three billion dollars in sales on Alibaba. That's like in like a minute and a half. Yeah, it's that's crazy. Like there were, uh, I believe there were fifty million uh, live stream viewer or live viewers for the eleven eleven show. Um, Taylor Swift closed out that uh, show as well. It was huge. And Kinja's uh, not only directed that show and also did a performance for that. Well, it was the Robot Rock performance. Um, and then 
that same day, uh, I was in Paris with Lee J and Addy, uh, and we were working on the League of Legends World Finals, which had 90 million live stream viewers Crazy. Uh, and counting um, for a, a crowd of like 15,000. It was that was another crazy project. It was we dive deep into the world of of gaming and esports, and that was a whole uh, a whole rabbit hole of its of its own. But it was. Um, it was really inspiring to to work with so many masters of their craft mm. uh, and just be thrown into a whole new arena of um, just artistry and professionalism straight up and just to mm. be able to uh, come away from that and think like, oh man, like let's let's take this back home and really, mm. really run uh, moving into next year. And so, um, yeah, like that all happened in one weekend, but it was sure. in China and Paris while Ving is still in Canada working <laughs> on Cirque du Soleil. So there's a lot of stuff. And not to mention what Ke- the crazy work that Keone and Mari are doing right now. Oh, yeah. I'm not even at liberty to say yeah. what they're working on. And that that's a whole nother like uh, a piece of this entire puzzle. So uh, a lot of things, a lot of things happening right now that are, are super, super um exciting and new i think that's the the most exciting thing about it all is that it's new and this is like um new data and life lessons to be learned and are still learning yeah so moving into next year we got 2020 coming up it is officially going to be 10 years of kinjas 10 years is coming up, man. Yeah, man. We got the L.A. complex. Uh, duh, we just opened up the Shanghai complex, too, which is freaking wild. <laughs> check that out for the first time. If you guys are in Shanghai, go check it out. If not, freaking go to Shanghai. Check it out. It's wild. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, we got L.A. complex that's being worked on as we speak. Um, Shout out Sino yeah. Stage, man. Yeah. For, for anyone who, who is more curious about this rabbit hole of of uh all of the new complexes um shanghai complex is the first one technically la complex was in the works right. even before the shanghai complex was about to happen but the la complex which is going to be in downtown la arts district is uh we've just you know ran into um the usual um roadblocks of construction and permitting and all that but uh it's gonna happen at the end of this year it has to (laughs) um but shanghai complex and the los angeles complex are um collaborations between uh kinjas and sino stage and this is like straight up uh especially with shanghai complex like the heavy lifting is really done via sino stage and Mm -hmm. this is something that um you know they're really uh it really catapulted us in China, and we've really done. Uh, it's been such a beautiful partnership, but for reals, like the Shanghai Dojo or Shanghai Complex is um, that's straight up one of the things we've always fantasized about. To mm. that scale mm. is just um, again like 
we've talked about having more than just a dance studio and elevating things. Dance studio was on our first bucket list. And once we cross that off, it's like, okay, we want a all purpose space. We want to be able to shoot. We need a production space. We want a space that just feels inspiring to create. And we want to shoot videos here. We want to create here. We want to be able to just meet with a lot of peers and creatives and, and see what happens to mm-hmm. be in the same space to just work or talk or chill. And so uh, Shanghai complex is, is the beginning of that. And mm-hmm. then LA, will be uh that duality of mm. this sh- this china u.s connection that we have this east and west connection of the um, bridges baby of complex yeah so it's exciting stuff man next yeah. year is 10 year anniversary Ooh. la complex and who knows what it has in store for in terms of uh perhaps uh type of live show yeah, i'll leave knows? it at that i'll leave i'll leave it at that i feel like kinja's 2020 is already in my mind like done <laughs> the way that this year flew by man it's gonna be a big year for kinja's what, what do you what's something that you're looking forward to in the new year oh my gosh um <laughs> i am man this is in no particular order I'm looking forward to uh, the word future has been on my mind a lot. And I'm not talking about the rapper. I just mean <laughs> freaking that was straight good. up. That was really good. Straight up future. Like uh, a lot of the jobs that we've been working on have been um, just making me feel like we're in the future. Yeah. Some of the things I'm seeing, I'm like, whoa, this yeah. is this is some next level um media mindset artistry technology and uh i'm I'm looking forward to expanding that like i feel like Mm. next year like 2020 is gonna feel like a future year Mm. like and i know that's almost redundant but for reals it's gonna be a lot of cutting edge stuff that we'll be working on um that feels new and so i'm excited for that Mm. because it's kind of scary because you know some of the stuff that we've been seeing is so futuristic that we're like, it almost freaks you out. And you're like, oh my gosh, the apocalypse is coming <laughs> soon. But on the other end, you're like, I just got to embrace this. Yeah. Let's embrace this and um, be amazed at what what things are, are what we're capable of now. Yeah. So I'm excited for future. I'm excited for future when it comes to humans. I'm excited for growing this family yeah. and uh, expanding what that even means and our understanding of what Kinja's is as a not just as a crew or a company, but just as a this growing organism of a thing, and um, you know, evolving our our perspective on what this is and and what it means to be a part of this. Hmm. Love it, love it. Yeah, man. I think for me, when I think about, I totally agree because I feel like, yeah, with all the stuff that we've seen this year, with all the tech stuff, to all of that, like we are straight up living in the future, and I think. Along with that, as much as I feel like things are moving so quickly and I feel like we're always going to be living in those spaces, I also feel like there's a sense of like getting really rooted in the in the things that we have already moving, you know? And I think there's strength that all those other projects are strengthened by the rootedness of Kinja's, you know what I mean? I think boiling it down to... Um, the people here and the the things that we're, you know, opening up from the establishments and all those things, potential shows and all those things. But I feel like the strength of it coming from the roots of Kinja's, I think I'm really looking forward to seeing how 
um, we will strengthen those roots in the next year. Look, look forward to that. And that's what I love and appreciate about everybody here is that we never lose sight of that. And if, if and when we things get busy, we always dial it back to things, you know, like when we do our crusades and all that kind of stuff. It's always like, let's make sure we're, we're going back to the roots, keeping those things strong so that we can go full steam ahead. So looking forward to that in 2020. Hell yeah. Man, it's been an amazing year, guys. Sorry if we're rambling on. We're over here going down memory lane of just one year, and it's been crazy. Um, thank you guys again so much for following our journey on every platform from the YouTubes to the IGs. We're on TikTok now, guys. Apparently, that's the wave of the future. We don't even know how to use that thing, but we're trying. And, um, you know, with whatever comes out next year, we'll try to be on that too. But in all seriousness... <laughs> In all seriousness, uh, we really appreciate your guys' support from everything from this podcast to just straight up um, just what we do, what we've been doing for now going on 10 years now. Um, thank you guys for listening to this pod. Um, if this is valuable to you guys, if it's entertaining, if you're digging it, all we ask that you do is share it. Please keep tagging us uh, on, we're on socials, IG, Twitter, Kinjas Podcast Cast with a K. Show notes, show notes are on kinjas.com slash podcast. And keep sending those DMs. I regram all that stuff. I love listening to what you guys are learning, what you guys are finding dope. Um, hop on your podcast app, whether it's iTunes or whatever. Leave us a five-star rating. Write us a dope review. You could just say hi. It doesn't matter. All that stuff helps us get visibility on the charts. So, yeah, if you're, if you're digging it, please help us grow this thing. Um, yeah, thanks for listening, you guys. Thanks for an amazing year. Happy New Year to all. Merry Christmas and whatever you're celebrating. We love you guys. Peace out. Peace. Peace.